You're listening to Guinea Pig and Green. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie, and we like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. Today on the podcast, we're back. We're back. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about what we've been up to for the past couple months, uh, what's coming up on the podcast, and what topics in health, wellness, and eco-friendliness we've been really into these days. Yay, let's get to it. Welcome back to Guinea Pig and Green. Hi guys! For real, welcome back. Yeah! We haven't recorded in, like, months. We haven't recorded in person in, well, I don't want to say years. Over, uh, over, a, year. over a year. Over a year. That's crazy. We are here at Laura's beautiful little home on her beautiful couch together. Yeah. So exciting. We're, this is very laid back podcasting. Yeah. But we're so excited to be back. It's so strange looking at you while I'm talking to you. It's so weird not worrying about, like, microphone delay. (laughs) Yeah. worrying if I'm getting through to you properly. So, yeah, yeah, we're really excited to be back. And we have a lot of news between the two of us. So we thought we would record a podcast to kind of give an update, to talk about some of the things we're really excited about on the podcast in the coming weeks, and to talk about what we've been into lately we're, like we're into all sorts of things as you as you guys know but what we've been especially interested in lately so those are kind of the three vague categories that we'll yeah we'll be talking about but I think that a lot of a lot has changed for both of us mm-hmm. in the past month and a half even even yeah um we haven't recorded since you were still teaching in yeah. South Korea yeah. uh, so what have you been up to since then Okay, me first. Um, (laughs) So uh, I left Korea on April 1st, and I got back last Thursday, July 23rd. And in between those two dates, I was first traveling for two months. Um, I was traveling in, I did sort of the Southeast Asia route. Not all of it. I didn't do Cambodia. <laughs> but I went to Laos and Thailand with my sister. My younger sister came out to spend a few weeks with me. That was really special. And Vietnam. And, um, yeah, that was amazing. Got to see so many beautiful places and eat so much delicious food. And, um, yeah, it was really cool experience to meet all different kinds of people. Um, But once that was finished, uh, I think two months, I think I'm getting old, two months is like pushing it for me to be on the road, um, living out of a backpack. Uh, I don't think I can do a trip that long again. But then I flew to India for my yoga teacher training, as we've talked about on the podcast before. Um, So I was doing it in Rishikesh, which is um, in northern India, right near the Himalayas, right on the Ganges River. Beautiful, beautiful area, surrounded by mountains. And um, I was there for seven weeks doing my course and um, exploring the area and, like, learning so much, um, so much, getting my mind blown, like, every day and my body (laughs) whipped into shape every day. So it was a really amazing experience. Um, And then, yeah, and then I just got back last week. So it's it's been a whirlwind, but it's been been awesome like every, yeah. every bit of it has been awesome I can see it in your face yeah but yeah and maybe it's just because I haven't seen you in a year so maybe it's just been <laughs> maybe your face has just changed over the course of a year but I'd like to think that it's like the last seven weeks mm-hmm. in particular 
they've been at yoga teacher training I think that yeah yeah I think we'll do a whole podcast on um sort of the myths of yeah the myths and things I learned at the yoga teacher training what I thought going into it versus what I actually discovered there and and you fell in love I did yeah <laughs> Laura always <laughs> never fails to put me on blast on the podcast I did yeah I started a new relationship with someone who's really special um so that's brand new yeah and that's been um I don't, I don't usually talk about my relationships on, on my blog or on the podcast but uh that's what podcast partners are for. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> bring them push up. you into <laughs> uncomfortable conversations while we're recording. Yeah. And yeah. That's that's good. Um, It'll be my turn for that in a minute. Yeah, but I mean, I think that there's so much opportunity to talk about that mm-hmm. when we record about your experience at teacher training. And also, uh, we've been planning an upcoming podcast on love yeah uh, so I'd love to hear more about him yeah we have all sorts of ideas that. for that one trying to lots of things in the works for that one trying to interview maybe our our parents or our grandparents um just get lots of different perspectives on on love it's such a juicy topic maybe we can even do like two episodes on it oh my so. gosh I would love to do that <laughs> we'll do like a radio special I think we should actually do a podcast spin-off <laughs> and just love yeah <laughs> guinea pig and green and love yeah We'll think of a better name. <laughs> but yeah, so that's on my end. Um, uh, it's been it's been a really good journey. Like personal growth, there's been a lot of that going on. Even just in the last seven weeks, as you said, I think specifically really got pushed to the edge of a lot of things, especially in being in a relationship. That, that happens mm-hmm. a lot as well, as we've talked about. But okay, so that's me. So Laura, you've also had so many interesting things cooking. And it, I mean... Yeah, even just in the last seven weeks, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you've had a lot of cool things going on. Yeah, um, I decided to leave my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working in advertising before this, specifically in digital advertising. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast. I think it was definitely in my bio on, mm. on guineapigandgreen.com. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was working in advertising. I... Uh, just made a decision that it was time for me to look for something else Mm -hmm. and uh, I think it was a combination of my looking and also maybe sheer luck that I was able to come across the perfect change for me Mm -hmm. Um, I knew that I wanted to work less uh, or sorry by that I mean I knew I wanted to spend less time in an office yeah Um, I knew I wanted to teach yoga more. I knew I wanted to be outside more and to be, and just to have a more well-rounded lifestyle. I think a big change or a big part of it was my office recently changed locations to down on Queens Quay in Toronto, which overlooks a beautiful boardwalk. Um, and I would just be at my desk looking out and I could see people riding their bike and rollerblading, going for walks with their dog. And I was like, I want all those things. I don't want to spend my Friday afternoon in an office. Uh, I would love to spend it on my bike. I would love to be outside. I'd want to find a way to make that happen. Um, and I did. So I had this amazing opportunity to go back to work for Borden Communications, which is an incredible little mighty company yeah. in Toronto. Um, I work with two women that I really look up to, and the clients that we work with are all yeah. um, eco-friendly, uh, authentic, 
local uh, brands, uh, and they have so much going for them that I really believe in. I'm so happy that I get to be working on, you know, some business development, some social media, um, a lot of different things for them. I don't even have a title yet. It's just, yeah, I just do things um, for them, and it's been amazing. So I work there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I have all this extra time now, Mondays and Fridays, where I'm teaching more yoga Mm -hmm. finally I'm spending more time outside the summer has been gorgeous and um, so that's been the biggest change in my life and I've been so happy like I think I've just had like a really fulfilling last month yeah um, where this has been my life and yeah um, so I'm I'm really happy about it yeah it's like you're you're doing something that aligns more naturally with your values which is really awesome to see yes I know um your job, you loved your job, but it wasn't in that same sphere of your values, the same way that this sounds like it is. And that's really special. We were talking earlier um, about how great it is when people find a way to like express their passions, live their passions. And that's something we've both been thinking a lot more about lately. And yeah, it makes me happy that you've found a way to move more towards that um, in your, in your work, in your life. And I don't, so great. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but when I quit, when I told my supervisor mm. that I was leaving mm. and I, she even said to me, I'm not going to insult you by giving you a counter offer. I know that like, this is like, since the very beginning, I knew that you would come across an opportunity like this that we just can't give you. Right. Um, and so I thought that was so amazing that they saw that too. Yeah. Obviously, I, I was working for them for almost two years. They know me. They um, they know what makes me tick. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, when this opportunity came up, everybody was like, no-brainer. That's yeah. Nobody was trying to make me stay. Yeah, what a, and that's such a beautiful transition as well, mm-hmm. like that there's no, um, there wasn't like any struggle yeah. Like, from them, from you, it was easy decision. It didn't feel difficult. Like, it just felt right. And that's, yeah. I think that's what we should all strive for more in our lives. Whatever feels like there's less pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my yoga teachers, he said, his favorite, one of his favorite things to say was, like, he's like, I don't believe in the, in the phrase, no pain, no gain. Because... Like, if you think that you're always, if you need to be in pain to get something good, then you're always going to be in pain, and you don't want to live like that. It's like no pain, but everything to gain. Mm-hmm. So, I, try, I think we're both trying to embody that a bit more. Yeah. It doesn't need to be so much of a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. still things to think about. we got to pay the bills, but what is it Cheryl Strait says in her book? She says, you have to be kind, and you have to pay your electric bill. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> you don't owe anyone anything else. And I've got it covered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can pay your electric bill and be kind to yourself and to everyone, you're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, those are, that's what we've been, that's what we've been doing. But what have we been, like, interested in? That's a whole other, like, um, whole other sphere. We've been interested in so many different things. We were brainstorming just before the podcast. And between the two of us, we're into all sorts of different ideas, but as always, like really inspiring ideas to talk about together. So yeah. Um, I love having you as a podcast partner. I feel feel the same way. Yeah. Um, I was saying like before we started recording that I know very few people who like Steph just follows their gut on like mm. what is the next thing that will make them happy. Mm. Very few people do that. I, and so it's so nice to have you as that force in my life mm. where I can also 
see some of those aspects of myself, but also look to you for, mm. um, look to you for someone who's going to be fully supportive of me mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Yeah, I think, um, well, I try. Thank you. I, I try. It's not always easy to follow your gut. You know, people always say that. And yeah. I sometimes find it really difficult because your gut can also be controlled by, like, just fear. You know, we can do a whole episode on that, I'm sure. Like, where your gut's kind of lying or your ego's telling you things that aren't true. So it's not always easy. But I think that the one thing that's been on my mind a lot lately is, like, the idea of reinventing yourself and how sometimes we say things because... We have one opinion and then maybe two months later our opinion totally changed yeah I think a lot of us can feel really sheepish to change our minds or to change direction because we think like oh well we wanted this before and we're gonna sound like such a hypocrite if suddenly we're doing what we said we would never do yeah I mean that's hard because we podcast and so the things that we say are immortalized (laughs) yeah and the things we're into are immortalized as that's our thing but the idea that we can we can change our minds is, is something that's really been on my mind. Um, and just that our the, what we thought we wanted out of life doesn't have to be what we end up wanting out of life. Like maybe we change our I mean, when I left for Korea, what I wanted was to be adventuring and doing all of these traveling things. And while I was there, I realized that that's not what's going to bring me meaning. That's not what brings a life meaning is to always be away from the people that you love. Oh, wow. So do you. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, but, um, but just getting that out of my system a little bit. I needed to. Yeah. I needed to get it out of my system. But when you're... I don't know. I, this idea... We've been talking about this, like the way that you have now sort of started to design your career to fit your life more and... That's something I'm really interested in as well. Like the idea that you can design your life to be exactly how you want it to be. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't owe anyone anything. You know, you don't have to follow any rules. That's hard. I mean, we still have to pay the electric bill. Um, but that's something I'm trying to keep in mind when I am thinking about my next steps. Um, is, is really actively designing, like based on your values, what do you want? I mean, for you being outside was like I find that so inspiring yeah that whole reconsideration of what work-life balance means to me has Mm -hmm. been massive in the past few weeks um and it's something that I don't even think that I fully considered before leaving my job and going Mm. part-time as a (laughs) full-time arrangement and yeah I think work-life balance has been a topic in wellness that has just been really on my mind lately yeah we could do a full episode on that as well (laughs) yeah as always amazing we we have so many (laughs) we're so excited about getting back to podcasting so everything is an episode (laughs) yeah and then of course from that also just happiness in general Mm -hmm. I've been thinking a lot more about happiness and like you said meaning also fulfillment um and what it means to be living a life in pursuit of those things yeah um what does that actually look like yeah right exactly yeah I think we grew up with all sorts of ideas about what a happy adult life looks like and I think now we're coming to like a reckoning of like oh I had or for you you had that the job you're supposed to have and you had you're living in Toronto and you're doing all these things and then you're coming to the realization that yeah oh this isn't quite yeah what I wanted and I think that that recognition that reckoning happens multiple times through adulthood yeah. as well. I know it's yeah. going to happen at the time where we decide that maybe it's time to buy a house mm-hmm. or when we decide to have children mm-hmm. or if we decide to have children, mm-hmm. um, that reckoning is going to keep coming back, that yeah. reconsideration. Because right now, I mean, the situation that I'm in works 
amazing yeah. for me right because now. <laughs> no one is dependent on me as long as I'm paying my half of the electricity bill. Yeah. Like you said, like it doesn't matter if I get to spend my Friday off recording with you right. and eating peaches. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that comes back to that idea that you can always change your mind. Mm-hmm, Nothing yeah. is set in stone. It doesn't have to be permanent. Like you can want something now that in six months you're not going to want, or you can want something at the beginning of your yoga teacher training course that seven weeks later you don't want anymore. <laughs> um, referring to a course that I may or may not participate in <laughs> later this fall, but like that's how quick it can be depending yeah. on how much personal growth you have in a short time. So, yeah, those are really, really cool ideas. Um, Other things, I've been really trying to be way more mindful of my posture. Um, In the course, that was one of the, I would say, top three things that they talk about in in my whole course. And we had so many different subjects that we learned about. But how posture is sort of one of the most important right now. I'm a little bit slouchy, going to sit up. But um, we, we didn't have any chairs, like... I'm sure in your course it was similar like we always sat on the floor for our lectures and so that's like two hours a day that you're having to sit you're supposed to sit up straight um not everyone did but you're supposed to sit up straight and to really open up my shoulders I've always had back pain and always had um rounded shoulders and just like coming back to like a natural posture and I feel more confident and can see my collarbones and like and to have my mom comment on it too is really special like she like she said, I look taller and like, she's always telling me to sit up straight my whole life. <laughs> yeah. My whole life. And I did some body work with one of the girls at the course and she worked on me for an hour and she's just looking at my breathing and my posture and all those things. And at the end she was kind of summing it up and I was like, oh, so you mean I just need to roll my shoulders back and pull my belly in the two things my mom has been telling me to do since I was like three years old that yeah. I've never done. Your mom was always right. That's my mom has cool. also been correcting my posture. And it was yeah. mortifying as a kid because yeah. she would correct it in public. Yeah, all and the stuff. time. I think she just had to put me in yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yoga will do that to you. Yeah. So that's been huge on my mind. Something I never really thought about before, but that I'm I'm really into. Instead yeah. of sitting up straight, it's hard, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else are you into? Um... My, I'd say, it's funny because we've mentioned yoga a lot Mm -hmm. and shifting my perspective on what it means to be a practitioner of yoga has been really Mm. big for me. Maybe even in the last like two weeks, I think was a realization Mm. that I came to where, um, I mean, when you leave your job with the intention of practicing more yoga and then you're not (laughs) making it to yoga every day, um, it's forced me to reconsider what yoga is to me. Mm-hmm. and realize that yoga isn't, or by yoga, I mean going to a yoga class and practicing asana. Like physical, yeah. physical practice, yeah. Going to a yoga class isn't yoga for me anymore, and it shouldn't just be something that's added to my to-do list as a, or added to my list of shoulds, yeah. necessarily. It's an obligation. Yeah, I think that when I opt out of going to yoga and go for a really long bike ride instead, I can't admonish myself for not going to yoga, because in a way that is yoga, it's, hmm. you know, it's feeling my body and uh, paying close attention to what I want to be doing and what would feel good for me in this moment. And also bringing on like an element of meditation as well. I think hmm. a lot of people who ride their bike could, yeah. get, could verify that riding, riding your bike can be meditative. It can also be 
very harrowing if you live in downtown <laughs> Toronto, but we have some nice bike paths. Um, yeah, so I think that's been a big thing for me, has been allowing myself to not be what everybody thinks a yoga teacher should exp- uh, should be doing with their time. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, in the course, I mean, we we learned about yogic theory. That was a big part of it. And so that's one of the interesting things is that they don't even emphasize asana or physical practice that much. They see it as a preparation for your for your body to be comfortable so you can sit and meditate. Meditation is supposed to be the goal. So if you're able to access meditation from your bike riding or whatever you're doing, like maybe you're cooking in the kitchen, anything where you're present and mindful and um, anything that increases your mindfulness is yoga and being a good person, trying to be a good person is yoga and trying not to be violent with your words or your actions is yoga. And if you're practicing all of those kinds of things and there's so many more things that you could practice, Mm then you are practicing yoga. Um, I haven't practiced physical yoga very much since my course ended like two or three weeks ago. And, um, but, but I'm recognizing my body more and I'm, I'm realizing, oh, I might need to stretch today because I feel stiff because I sat in front of the computer all day. So just having more body awareness and awareness in general, I think after my course, I just feel a lot more mindful, more calm and um, less reactive. I mean, I'm still, (laughs) still reactive, but it's a process. Um, but I think you're right. Like shifting in my head, what yoga is supposed to mean and what it's supposed to be. And, you know, my teachers are even encouraging me. They're like, go back to your country and bring the real spirit of yoga back because it's not asana and it's not just workouts. I mean, that can be super, I mean, if you don't yeah. want, if you're not interested in yoga as a philosophy, you just want to work out. Like, great, all the power to you. But um, to embody it as a lifestyle, that doesn't mean you have to go to a yoga class x number of times per week. So it's interesting yeah. they're both having that shift at the same time. Yeah, I um, never, I never want practicing to feel like a chore. Right. To me, it should feel and, good. Yeah, and I used to feel all sorts of guilt when I was a new yoga yeah. teacher. Um, I guess I'm still a new yoga teacher, but. Uh, when students would ask me, like, how many times a week do you practice? Mm-hmm. Or finding out that students were practicing more than I practice in terms of going to classes mm-hmm. and stuff. That was something I was insecure about in the beginning. For sure, yeah. And it really shouldn't be. We are all different. And I would argue you practice yoga more in, in your life. Like, maybe you're not doing your physical practice. But yeah. I think if you're, it's, if you're working on all of those other kinds of mindfulness, then... You are practicing more, and yeah, you're so more aware, and you're doing the self-reflection. and That's been a big perspective shift for me. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, other things? Oh, you wrote down a couple yeah. things. Um, I'm still on my gratitude journaling. That's still one of my favorite habits ever. My little book, just full of good things. I like to like flip through it and just... It's also a good track. This is the side effect that I didn't expect, but it's a good way to track your days of what happened. Mm-hmm. Just remembering, oh, well, like that good thing happened that day. Oh, that's when that happened. So it's nice to have that record of your days. Um, I did inbox zero like a couple days ago for both my email accounts. For how long? Um, like, are you going to keep it up? Also, what yeah. is it? <laughs> also, what is that? Um, it's like when you get zero emails in your inbox because you either delete or archive okay. all your emails. So I went, I had many, many, th- I've never done any kind of cleaning of my inbox. I just let everything mm-hmm. come in and just leave it there. I never delete anything. How long did it take you? Um, 
few hours. The second one, my I have a secondary email that I used for like an old blog that gets lots of promotional emails still. That one only took like probably an hour. It like didn't mm -hmm. have that many emails in it at all. But my primary email account probably took like three or four hours total. Wow. Um, you just search for. Yeah. Um, we can we'll do an episode on it. But the okay. reason I did it is because I felt a little stressed. I mean, it wasn't sucking a lot of my energy, but it was messy. It's like you just don't like everything being there and now it feels very clean like there's nothing in there and then when an email comes in I know what to do with it I could either delete it or yeah. I archive it and then it's just I mean it hasn't been a huge change in my life but I thought it worth mentioning it was kind of fun <laughs> if any of our listeners practice inbox zero maybe give us a shout it'd be yeah, really yeah. cool to have you on to talk yeah. about it for that episode they probably know more about it than I do. I don't. I don't really yeah. know if I did it right, but I I got rid of everything, and it was cool to see the inbox diminish to just personal emails. Like, cause you're going through all yeah. the pages, and you're like, oh, there's a search term I can look up and delete all of those old emails, um, and then you just have you're left with just personal emails. It's kind of like it was cool to see um, mm -hmm. a timeline of the last like five years of my life and being like, oh, that's when I did this. Yeah. That's when I was applying for that job, and so it was interesting. Totally. Yeah. All right. So it's all good. Um, but mostly, like, I'm I'm also really excited to just put more of myself into the podcast. Yeah. I think we're on the same page there. Yeah. Is, um, yeah. It's been something that we did not, I don't think we expected. Yeah, we're like, let's do what five would episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, not that we didn't think it would last, but we just weren't thinking that far. Yeah, we were just sort of like, this is something we would be interested in, and I know for me, and I know it's the same for you, Laura. It's like one of my favorite, yeah, things that I do, and um, just such a nice outlet. It's like such a way that we have kept in touch and been intentional in our relationship. Um, I think intentionality in relationships can be like so powerful. So that we've had this shared goal is like so great, and brought us closer together so it's just it's gonna be so good to keep working on it and see the next stage of its evolution because it stayed with us the last so like two years or yeah two years so maybe a bit more and that, so yeah. it'll be see and it's it's evolved with us at every stage yeah. of like we braked for this thing and then we we're doing long distance there and it's been so great I don't think that either of us have ever expected people outside of our immediate friend group yeah. to listen and now that our friends no longer listen <laughs> um yeah it, it's better I like yeah. I love getting notes from people I've met maybe once yeah. um about how they found the podcast and stuff that means so much to or us and I think even strangers that's even so especially strangers I think mm -hmm. in the beginning it was kind of like a, is this thing on <laughs> let's talk about peanut butter yeah. <laughs> um so it's been really special um even though it's just been a side project for us yeah. uh, that we do when we get the chance yeah. um for to feel like it's something that has a life of its own outside of us is mm -hmm. really cool because these kinds of topics are things that we're really passionate about and we yeah. want to share as much as we can. And I think there's like a huge push towards that these days, like urban farming is becoming more of a thing and wellness in general and mindfulness are becoming hot topics. So it's awesome to be like riding that wave and yeah. to be sharing these ideas. It's really cool. And we have a lot coming up too. Um, it's been really neat taking this time off because yeah. we've accumulated these ideas <laughs> and um, so we've been talking to other people uh, who are considering having on the podcast. 
uh, about upcoming episodes that we can record with them. And we just have so many interesting things coming up. I know we already mentioned that we wanted to do a podcast on love and there's so much that we can tap into there. Um, We're going to be interviewing a local studio owner about what it's really like to be, to own a yoga studio. Which is fascinating for me. Yeah. Long-term dreams, man. And I know every time, I think that everybody who's ever done their yoga teacher training has probably been asked multiple (laughs) times, like, okay, so is that your life goal now to own a studio? And it isn't for everybody, but uh, I think that knowing a little bit more about what that's like yeah that'd be so cool is it's because it's so mysterious yeah it is mysterious what does that take like financially what does it take what does it take like in your daily Mm -hmm. like time commitment it's just it's so interesting to me yeah Yeah. um we've been talking about doing an episode on lgbtq yeah which will be super cool um we could probably break that into so many different episodes Mm -hmm. as well but bringing that element to the podcast i think is really gonna round out what we talk about nicely um an episode on birth control yes specifically on birth control specifically Um, on the iud specifically on the iud which is such a cool form of birth control and um something we're both really interested in so yeah we're gonna do an episode on that um we want to do obviously one on my yoga teacher training which we mentioned and um so many more. I mean, we just wrote down those few ones, yeah. but we've been talking about so many lately. And we're so lucky because people have been reaching out to us, too, yeah. about... Yeah. Oh, there was... We were going to interview someone about beekeeping. Yeah. Flom, um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go out to Abby's farm and see how her CSA boxes are going. Yeah. Um, just, there's lots... Of, there's so many people now who are getting into career... Like, people our age who are getting into careers that are suited to their their passions and doing really yeah. interesting things so that means that there are so many more people to talk about talk to about their their loves and their what they're interested in yeah. so it's cool I, for us I'm excited yeah I'm so I'm excited. excited we're gonna have some really great stuff coming on the show all right yay so stay tuned <laughs> yes thank uh, you for listening please reach out to us uh through our website guineapigandgreen.com mm-hmm. for any inquiries uh any comments you have on today's show episode I, suggestions if there's anything you want to hear us talk about yeah. um we love getting those i don't think that there are going to be any show notes in today's, <laughs> in today's <laughs> we can post my my teacher training uh, inbox zero articles we don't yeah. know there'll be some stuff yeah. so you can check out the website and we are on instagram and twitter at green guinea pigs sometimes yeah. <laughs> have a beautiful week thank you for listening bye guys <laughs>